Welcome to The Deciders with Renee Frazier. I'm Renee Frazier, the founder and CEO of Frazier Communications, the leading woman-owned and woman-led advertising communications firm in Southern California. At Frazier, we specialize in changing behaviors and using communications to make a positive impact. That includes COVID-19 messaging for the LA Department of Public Health, as well as work for the state of California related to COVID-19 and the Talk, Read, Sing campaign for First Five California. But on this show, The Deciders, we feature leaders, change agents, and success stories. We ask people to share their stories and reveal how they made tough decisions to get where they are. Now, once a company is successful, it sometimes feels like its success could have been predicted. But in these challenging times for businesses, it's not easy to predict business success. There are a lot of challenges we're all facing. Our guest today is an entrepreneur who has developed two companies, the first with a focus on Korean-inspired beauty products that were not available in the U.S. market, and the second focusing on natural ingredients from the Hawaiian Islands to form a new skincare product line, which is wonderful. So joining us from Hawaii today, please welcome serial entrepreneur Alice Kim. Alice, welcome to the show. Thank you, Renee. Thank you for having me. Delighted to have you on, Alice. I think we should start with the first company, Elizabeth Mott. Uh, Tell me about starting that and what was the inspiration for it? Yeah. So um, just to give a quick background on myself, um, I was working in New York at the time uh, in a completely different industry and fashion apparel industry. Um, and my husband, where I met, and this all this all connects to Hawaii in the end. <laughs> but uh, we were we were both working in New York. He was working on Wall Street. Um, and at the time, we were not husband and wife. Also, uh, but I always like to say, if this is a husband and wife company, both Hanalei and Elizabeth Mott, and uh, myself doing the creative front of the house stuff, and he does back of the house kind of uh, finance. I say that for a happy marriage and a happy partnership, that's always best if you guys don't do the same things. That's right. Um, so um, backing up, so that was uh, 2010, right after the recession, um, both of our industries that we were working in were doing extremely poorly in New York. Uh, we were always pretty entrepreneurial. And I think uh, as of right now, during a pandemic or a recession, it really kickstarts you to uh, do the things that you love. Um, our entrepreneurial stars aligned at that time. And we said, okay, let's look for a more recession-proof business. Um, at the time, that was 2010, K- uh, Korean cosmetics or K-beauty was not really fully a thing yet. It was, YouTube was not fully flushed out. This is way before social media. Um, Ipsy, a lot of these um, partners that we work with today. Uh, but I felt as a Korean-American growing up, uh, born and raised in the States, I would visit Korea you know, almost every summer as a child. And there was a gap in the marketplace that I noticed where there were these amazing products when you travel to Seoul and these women had these beautiful skin, right? Like these amazing, they call it glass skin, bouncy skin. And it's not for nothing. I mean, there's obviously genes involved in good skincare, but the products were second to none. There was just nothing like that in the United States. So as we decided to form this company, Elizabeth Mott, um, and a funny story is people are like, what is Elizabeth? <laughs> so anyone who's lived in New, in New York, uh, it's off of our first studio was off of Elizabeth Street, Mott Street in Soho. <laughs> yes, I know those streets. 
That's what I figured. So that's the origin of the name. Huh? That's the origin. And so I always tell when other entrepreneurs ask me, what should I name? I say, be very careful what you name your company, because if you move to Hawaii and you're Korean American, all of a sudden, it's so many different things. But um, yeah, so, um, you know, we, I, I, we started in the eye uh, cosmetics sector, so mascaras, eyeliners, and tools, and we just brought some things over. And uh, the way that Korean cosmetics in the very heyday were brought over, they were just they were just importing directly as is. There was language mm -hmm. issues. The formulations didn't really quite match or gel with the American consumer. So we took like the highest quality of uh, and the innovation of the Korean uh, technology and the cosmetics, and we reinvented them for the U.S. consumer. So, um, like I mentioned, our best sellers are mascara. Uh, we have some brow gels, eyeliners, things that are quite you know, a little different than how they make them here. And uh, we quickly got known for um, those type of products and, you know, uh, quick to market, a lot of advantages there. Well, Alice, I'm glad to hear Elizabeth Mott has been so successful. I like the idea of the products. Tell me how it's doing in this time of COVID-19. Yeah. So, Renee, that's an interesting question because Elizabeth Mott is color cosmetics, eyeliners, lipsticks, which many people are not uh, wearing for obvious reasons, whether they're wearing a mask or it's just not a priority like it was pre-COVID. Um, so we did have to do some pivoting, um, uh, working with our retail partners, which have moved much more to the digital space. Um, they uh, So there's, there's a bigger demand for skincare, which we are launching in 2021. So Elizabeth Mott, as well as Hanalei will be much more of a skincare focus uh, because of COVID. And, and there, was, there, were, there were plans to do it for Hanalei, but now both brands are on track to do a full line of skincare. I like it. I think that makes a lot of sense. Let's talk about the second brand. Uh, this company is called Hanalei. I know I bought mm -hmm. quite a few products from Hanalei. Thank you. Tell, yeah, tell me about the mission and how that got started. Right. So um, this is where it comes back to Hawaii. So the, the husband and the boyfriend at the time that we started the company with on Elizabeth Street and Mott Street. Um, so we got married and he's from Hawaii. So, uh, you know, we came back home to be closer to family in 2010. Um, and, uh, you know, doing Elizabeth Mott for having Elizabeth Mott run for approximately six years and building product by product and, you know, doing quite well on the direct to consumer space. I also noticed living here, there was a gap in the marketplace for kind of a modern Aloha skincare brand. There are plenty of beautiful uh, products and, um, you know, what is Hawaii? It's, it's a very heavily tourist driven place. And so people want to take a part of Hawaii when they leave the islands, whether they're on vacation or here for a wedding. Um, and so we just felt that, uh, you know, living here as actual locals, there wasn't too much uh, like in skincare that was happening for people to take back that was relevant to this times. And some of the um, ingredients we wanted to, you know, really showcase the beauty of Hawaii. You know, a lot of people, they don't know about the kukui nut, which grows native in Hawaii, or these beautiful ingredients like aloe and Maui sugar. So um, with the experience of the first company, Elizabeth Maud, in 2016, we decided to try our hand at um, Hawaiian skincare, which is, you know, bringing the natural botanicals of the Hawaiian islands in efficacious formulas. Tell me a little bit about some of these specific ingredients. Kukui oil, what's the benefit of it and into which products does it go? 
So the kukui oil is really kind of like liquid gold. It grows on a tree. It's similar to argan, how Morocco uses the argan oil, which is used very heavily in hair products and skin products and body products. Um, but it's, it's, I personally think it's a little bit better being biased living in Hawaii, but it grows on this tree, same kind of method. You, you crack the nut, you cold press it. And till this day, if you are, sh if you are like a shipwrecked or, or lost at sea and you're severely sunburned, if you go to a hospital in Hawaii, that is the first thing that they'll put on you because it just ah. soaks up, you know, it's nature's really like medicine and golden way of uh, restoring moisture, giving you vitamins A, C, and E in a very natural way. And it's not greasy. It's not oily like some oils are. Um, and it's a really beautiful formula that just, um, it goes in a variety of our products, our lotions, our body lotions, our best-selling lip treatment, our lip scrubs, which also have Maui sugar in them. Um, so it has natural Maui sugar, which we bought by the caseload. Um, and so, uh, you know, and then you exfoliate your lips through that versus, you know, trying to pick off your lips when they get really chronically dry. And I've tested all these products on myself as well. I actually suffer from uh, pretty dry lips, even living in a moist area like Hawaii. So, um, you know, they've all been tested and approved from the founder, from my team. And, um, you know, these are things that we felt that, um, you know, it's not just mascara or eyeliner, but um, they're a bit more utilitarian. That was a big thing to um, uh, implement in the formulations for Hanalei, um, where it was skincare, but men, women, chap lips, you know, dry hands yes. those are kind of more common, uh, you know, um, cosmetic things that we could help with. I like that. They're about <clears throat> healing and wellness for your body and your face, which makes a lot of sense. You know, having started two companies, have there been any lessons you've learned, stories you can tell us about mistakes that were made and, and recommendations to others? Sure. Um, so currently my staff is uh, 30, about 30 plus, including all the part-time and full-time and contractors that we have. I have a small office in Korea as well that does all my sourcing and manufacturing for all the packaging and Elizabeth Mott, uh, which is, you know, Korean derived. Um, but I would say, you know, my team is, and they're very young, they're amazing. I, really, Vera and myself could not, my husband Vera, uh, we could not do what we do without this, without our tribe. Um, and I think for many years, we were very reluctant. We didn't have the, the resources at the time as well to hire and to uh, delegate. <laughs> uh, I think we had a really hard time with that. So we kind of said we can, we wore all the hats. We, you know, did everything from shipping boxes to, you know, design and, you know, the founder knows best, right? Which I think is um, incredibly important in the beginning stages uh, to be scrappy, to be, you know, resilient, to have grit and all those things. But I would say, um, had we hired earlier the right people, it would have, we could have scaled a bit faster. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think, I think even till this day, um, it's not necessarily micromanaging, but I still have a hard time letting <laughs> and letting go. go yeah letting go that's one of the hardest things as a founder and uh, and it's critical because uh uh if you let go you'll make more money mm -hmm. when you when you aren't touching everything but you have and and good enough is good enough right you have to be 80%. willing yeah 80 percent exactly it's 80 yeah. percent there you let it go as opposed to uh, every little piece of it being perfect. And that's, I think right. that's a good lesson for people to hear. Now, how has COVID-19 affected uh, the product line? And tell us about the new skincare. 
line? So the product line, you know, um, the lip treatment, like the lip products tend to do a little bit better during the uh, winter seasons, just for obvious reasons. People have a little bit more dryness and chapness. Um, but overall, we've been doing okay. Um, I think for the Elizabeth Mott side, like I mentioned earlier, uh, the cosmetics have not been able to match the pre-COVID sales, but we have pivoted um, and, you know, people and people are being very versatile too. I think um, when you're, if you're working from home or, you know, life has completely changed the way we have known it the past six months. Um, and so, for example, we have a primer that does very well on the Elizabeth Mott side and is very illuminating. And some, a lot of women were like, oh, now I wear it as a moisturizer, even though I don't wear makeup. <laughs> mm -hmm, <laughs> and right. that was yeah, and that was the most, uh, I would say that that's one of the proudest, most reassuring moments as a, as a founder of a cosmetics company. You said, my God, people are finding ways to use the product that they love. And it's important. It's important to be good to yourself, to, uh, you know, not just fall apart and wear sweatpants all day. Like, I, I really appreciate that. And our customers writing in and saying how they've adapted. I think the mascaras and the lipsticks are definitely down because that mm -hmm. those are not as um, relevant and to mm -hmm. maybe you're not going anywhere, but I like the idea of it's illuminating. It's, you know, it's, it's, even though you're not wearing makeup or what we call like, um, no makeup, makeup, they're, they're yes. utilizing them in a way and kind of a hybrid skincare, um, method. And I really appreciate that. So tell us about the new skincare line. What differentiates, especially on the Hanalei side? Yes. So um, this is so exciting. So on the Hanalei side, you know, we really want to be able to give something special from Hawaii, especially uh, this time of the year. Hawaii is one of the most travel places, which a lot of people cannot come to. Um, and it's very sad and very crippling for our economy, actually, right now, too. Um, so even more so, it's important that we give a part of that aloha and that um, Hawaiian skincare. So we have a proprietary technology that will be built into all of the skincare products. Um, the I can't talk a little bit about, but they have uh, in January 2021 is when the official launch is going to be happening. But there's all Hawaiian ingredients in the proprietary mix that will um, that like are very, very unique to, um, you know, the like just like the Kukui oil or the Maui sugar or the aloe. Excellent. 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 And, so and then tell us, are you uh, is, uh, is there a cleanser, a toner, a moisturizer? What's part of the line? So it's going to start with a three-piece line. It will be a gel cleanser, a gel moisturizer, and an eye cream. And I have a feeling, Renee, you're going to love the eye cream. I'm going to send you all of it when it's ready. Yeah. Um, but it's a really beautiful, delicious formula. And um, I hope that as it's sitting on everyone's vanity, they can take a little bit of that aloha with them. I love that, the aloha spirit. Now tell us, Alice, about how, how you formulate. What's that like as a founder? And was that your background when you worked at the beauty companies or were you more on the marketing and creative side? Um, so I worked in the fashion industry, but I, right. uh, I, I don't have a chemistry background. So okay. I, I would like to, you know, um, let people know that it's not impossible, right? I mean, there, you do have to work very, very hard and you do need to educate yourselves. And I went to, you know, read from reading books to meeting people. For me, it was really the networking and meeting the um, skilled individuals, whether it's R&D or formulations um, to understand the formulas. But, um, you know, we work with a, uh, uh, a formula house that will 
develop these uh, lotions and potions, uh, like we would say. Um, so I don't do the physical formulations, but I have enough knowledge from the 10 plus years that I've been running both companies um, to understand, you know, oh, this needs to be a little bit thicker or drier or, um, you know, it needs more this or it needs more that. So um, that really... Uh, I would say is learned uh, and it's not something that I went to school for. Um, but I think um, back to your other question, Renee, I think anybody, you know, anything is possible really, right? You just have to have the grit, the passion and really, you know, I spent maybe three years learning how mascara was made and what the fibers inside are. And I'm a very curious person by nature. So it just, it fueled my soul to actually understand the process. Um, but I have a really amazing um, formulators R&D team that also I work with that physically make the formulas. But we, um, you know, talk to it like it needs this or it needs that. And I can, you know, have I have that base knowledge to uh, edit the formulas. I like that because you're so passionate about it, Alice, you know, and you have a high standard. You know what you're trying to achieve. How do you get feedback from your from your customers? How do they give you, how do you get a sense of what they need and want? So um, I think in this digital age and us being primarily direct to consumer, uh, it's almost all done digitally. We'll do a, a version of surveys, emails, um, and a lot of times even on like social media, like on Instagram, they'll just cut, I love this because, or my child is allergic to everything, but he can use it. And it's like that in itself is almost a focus group sometimes. How Correct. do you build that into your, uh, your communications, the right tone, the right spirit, the brand personality? Tell us a little bit about how you do that. Yeah. So um, that's, Honestly, one of the challenges I think uh, small brand indie brands constantly face through, um, and it's uh, it's ever ever evolving this digital space as well. What Instagram was, for example, last year is very different from what Instagram is today. So the needs and uh, you know the execution, all of that is it, it changes, and it I, I love it because it keeps you moving, it keeps you active, but it is very hard to. I, nearly, I feel like impossible to project or to trend set what you're going to do nine months right. from now in terms right. of your image. Um, the way we see it is really number one is great product. You got to get great product out there. Um, and then the packaging has been a much bigger part of the uh, process just because, you know, now it's, it's not on a shelf. You don't buy it. You buy it in a very different way. Um, and then, you know, you take photographs that will be shown either, you know, on a thumbnail, on, a, on the wall or through Insta stories or through Facebook or TikTok or there's all these different mediums. So um, packaging that honestly conveys and speaks to that in that medium as well. Uh, so I would say those are the two things that we um, are good at that we focus most, most of our energies on. Like the first and foremost, we're all about like good formulations that work, you know. So right, what's the right. point? If the exactly. package looks amazing. Exactly. If the product yeah, doesn't work, there won't be a repurchase and you'll get feedback that's negative. I notice also on your site, you ask people if they submit a picture with your product that you have the right to use it because consumer generated content is also critical, right? 
Oh yeah. And it's, and, um, user generated content is great because you see it in it's like, in it's, in it's in its own habitat, how someone's utilizing, how they pose with it, what type of person it is. Um, we love user generated and we, that's a big, um, constant build that we're trying to get off of as well. Cause it's so important. And it's, it's really because of all the customers that find us online, that is our main, uh, you know, distribution center. Yes. <laughs> uh, that you know they're they're the most important people they are everything because they are the customer they are the um you know wholesale they're the everything right they, yeah so in my my business we actually hire influencers mm-hmm. generally speaking we give them product and then they distribute products and sometimes they'll do a product giveaway i'm sure Correct. you're doing that as well yeah so product giveaways and i'm like i mentioned you know we're not as myself being a product person i think you know, founders tend to uh, move towards the way that they're yes. most comfortable with. That's yes. where we need the most work. But yes, we do giveaways. We have worked with specific influencers. Um, we've done campaigns. And we've even done, you know, we try to be creative. I, I think for um, my company being located where we are, it's a very kind of unique situation on an island on the 50th state. Um, when the pandemic first uh, happened, we actually did some kind of quite creative campaigns where we um, allocated $10,000 on the Elizabeth Mott side and we called it uh, makeup artists, help makeup artists work from home. And so because they had no work, so we allocated this money and I believe we had uh, 40 or 50 plus applications and we, um, you know, uh, really tried to harness what was not possible for them to do all of a sudden. I- I think it's great. You were supporting the makeup artists at the same time and, and building the business. Alice, I know as a founder myself, one of the hardest things is letting go and letting people, you mentioned delegating, but letting people take responsibility and trusting them. Uh, how have you handled that? Yeah, so uh, that's a great question, Renee. So, um, you know, myself being very involved heavily on the product development process um, and all our hires, a majority of our hires come out of straight out of university in Hawaii. Um, Women that don't, you know, there's not a lot of beauty companies at all actually in Hawaii. So, you know, anyone who loves marketing or design or is creative, I feel very proud that we're able to give women um, an opportunity to work for this kind of, you know, two beauty companies that have a national and a global imprint um, from this very state that they live in, which is, you know, not really possible unless you go to New York or LA. Um, So like I mentioned, I have this amazing team of mostly women, young 20s out of uh, mostly University of Hawaii. And, um, you know, I think they're all so eager to learn, right? And it's all new and, and and it's a very proud moment to be able to provide something to the world of uh from that's from hawaii like that's, right. that's an origin it's not made in hawaii but it's based in hawaii and that's very special and uh myself not being born and raised in hawaii but now this is my home my husband this is my husband's you know childhood home um it feels very proud because you know we're so that helps home. that helps to recruit people right because they feel yeah. proud to be able to bring Correct. aloha spirit hawaiian products how do you though decide to say okay i'm going to step back and give you the responsibility so that's i would say a constant like uh, process in motion but uh yes i think um a lot of times my um 
for example, Jessica, the one um, who works with me in product development, uh, the, which is the, the, the heartbeat of the business. We don't have products. We have nothing to market and sell. Um, travels all over the world with me to Korea and L.A. And, you know, we build all these products and we see the manufacturing. And I think the, the hands-on experience really helps at a young age, not even at a young age. I remember uh, my first business trip. It just really uh, it opens your eyes. You're like, that's what they mean. That's what they mean when it says, you know, machinery or this or that or packaging. So um, I really love seeing that like light bulb moment go off um, all the work and the numbers you've been crunching and all this stuff. It just makes complete sense when you see it in the flesh, which has been so, really difficult because we yeah, haven't been able to do that. Right. Unfortunately, but you've been really mentoring and educating them and teaching them about the beauty business, which is an added benefit of joining Hanalei and Elizabeth Mott. I think so. Yeah. Well, I hope you're very successful, Alice. Very short. One piece of advice you would give people. Very short. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say um, always like fight the good fight. Like it's, you know, it's just, it's never ending even after 10 years or 15 years, fight the good fight. And just, I think, um, stay gritty. <laughs> I love it. Stay gritty yeah. and stay passionate. Well, yeah. this has been Alice Kim, a co-founder of Hanalei Beautiful Beauty Products, as well as Elizabeth Mott. Uh, thank you for listening to The Deciders. As you know, this is brought to you by Fraser Communications. We're a full-service advertising communications firm. You can contact us at FraserCommunications.com to learn more. And this interview with Alice Kim will be a podcast available at Fraser Communications communications.com along with more of our shows. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Be sure you social distance, wear a mask and practice hygiene. Stay safe and have a great week ahead. Thank you, Alice. And thank you for listening. Thank you so much for having me again. I had a blast.